0: Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk About Clutter. I'm your host, Margot Statton. If your home is drowning in paper clutter, this week's podcast is for you. Paper clutter can be a real pain in the butt. It accumulates quickly if you don't stay on top of it, and honestly, it's boring, confusing, and frustrating to declutter. Definitely one of those tasks that we tend to procrastinate. Many of us experience paperwork overload, the bills, statements, ads, menus, this stuff just keeps pouring into our home, and yes, we let it. Or if not us, maybe one of the other cluttersome members that live in our home. So today, let's start with a little motivation to help get you off the procrastination train and to roll up those sleeves and get it done. Remember that removing any type of clutter from your home, especially paper clutter, reduces stress. A clutter-free space equals a stress-free mind. Next, believe it or not, having a clutter-free home actually increases productivity. It also kind of helps us find what we need in seconds. Ever have that situation where you're looking for that wire or that tech or that sweater, and you spend 30 minutes trying to find it, waste a ton of time, and lo and behold, in the end, you have no idea where it is. Removing paperwork clutter from your home actually also helps you to avoid missing deadlines. So things like losing a bill and forgetting to pay it. Well, if we reduce the amount of paper clutter we have, and then if we organize and have a filing systems for the paper, guess what? Bills, appointments, all of these things, we're going to be on top of it because it's going to be easy to locate. Reducing paper clutter also enhances mental clarity. And that is probably one of my most favorite reasons for eliminating paper clutter from our home. Clutter-free space equals mental zen. I don't know about you all, but if I have a ton of paperwork, especially on my work desk, I do work from home. And if my office is a hot mess and there's paperwork everywhere, typically it means that I had one of those chaotic days. (laughs) I was just all over the place. But something about looking at all of the paper clutter on my desk makes my eye twitch. So I actually have a rule and feel free to follow it if you'd like. My rule of thumb is at the end of each workday, I have to clear my desk of all paperwork. I cannot fathom starting the next day with a cluttersome Desk. So, those are just some of the reasons why eliminating paper clutter from your home can benefit you. So, how do you declutter your paperwork? How do you finally get up the energy and stop procrastinating and get rid of it? So, Here are a few tips to declutter like a pro and to motivate you to start. Number one, before we begin any decluttering project in our home, you wanna gather supplies. So grab some trash bags or bins, folders, file boxes, labels if you need them. And of course, very important, a shredder and a recycling bin. If you do not have a shredder, then my hope is that you can pile it up into a box and then locate a shredding service in your community. I know where I live in New York, once or twice a year, we have free access to huge shredders, so we do take advantage of that. The next thing that you wanna do is you wanna set up a workspace. So you wanna choose a well-lit, comfortable area to work in, like a table, or a desk. We have actually been decluttering paperwork as a theme in my Facebook group. If you haven't joined it already, it's called Declutter Your Life. It is completely free and we offer a lot of support and motivation and we actually have weekly themes. So the theme for this week was actually decluttering paperwork paperwork clutter. And a lot of my members found it to be so much easier when they either got on the phone with a friend or caught up on some show or listened to a podcast. Something about pairing decluttering paperwork with an activity that's a little bit more enjoyable seems to make the process move a little bit more quickly and comfortable. The next thing that you want to do, and this is very important, is that you want to start by sorting your paperwork Two categories. So you can separate your paper clutter into bills, receipts, important documents, junk mail, and maybe even sentimental items, maybe your kids' artwork, right? So you create categories as they apply to you and your home. Now, I want to say something very, very important. And if you've listened to my previous podcasts or watched my YouTube videos, you will know that I am not a promoter of getting something done in one sitting, especially something like paper clutter. Now don't get me wrong, decluttering a drawer, a shelf, that's definitely the way to go. But when I say don't declutter an entire area in a sitting, I mean like if you have five dresser drawers of paperwork clutter, you're going to drown if you sit there for like 12 hours and declutter your paperwork. So just be very, very mindful of how much time you can dedicate to decluttering in one sitting. And again, with paper clutter, it tends to be very heavy on the eyes. And it also tends to be a little bit overwhelming. You're also probably sitting in the same position for a long time. So I don't recommend that either. So you'll tire out quickly. So again, you can move forward and separate into categories, but I highly recommend that you tackle one small category or half a category at a time. The next thing that you wanna do is you actually wanna create a filing system. So you wanna designate a place for important documents such as tax records, passports, birth certificates, and medical bills maybe. And then you wanna use folders or file boxes with clear labels. I find that oftentimes we will declutter a bunch of paperwork and then we will kind of take the pile that we're going to keep and we just dump it in some drawer. The problem is paperwork clutter is one of those things that's magnetic for other clutter. Like paperwork clutter, if you're not on top of it every month, every two months, every three months, it will get out of hand. There are certain areas in our home that we can actually keep pretty good at clutter-free. Paperwork clutter, it's it's honestly just natural for it to continue to accrue. So I think it's so important that you create some type of filing system. It does not have to be anything elaborate. You can literally just have some folders, maybe a few bins, and simply label them with the variety of different categories that you have. Another pro tip it's great to have a designated space for all of your important bills. We pick up mail every single day. And oftentimes that mail ends up on our kitchen tables, on our dining room tables, I mean, on our coffee table, (laughs) wherever we can place it. And the reason that that is happening is because we don't have a designated spot for it. So Important mail and things like that should have a designated bin. You can have like a little wall mount caddy or a simple tray. Try to have an area in your home that's designated for bills and important documents so you never miss a deadline. Next, when it comes to reducing the amount of paper clutter that you have in your home, moving forward that is, it really helps to scan and digitize. So consider scanning important documents to reduce physical clutter, make digital backups, and organize them into folders on your computer. Long time ago, we had to hold on to the manuals and the papers and the important documents. These days, things are readily available on YouTube, online, it's really funny because at one point I remember decluttering a bunch of manuals for like appliances and stuff around the house. And I'm just like, oh my God, it's so fantastic that I no longer even have to read this. I can just go on YouTube and watch a tutorial, which is so much easier for me to then be able to learn how to use an appliance or even build something. The point is that we've gotten into a habit of holding on to certain things and there's just no longer a need for this. I think the same applies for like menus. Um, I don't know if this happens where you live, but I still get like menus slipped under my door and I'm like, that's fine and dandy, but I could just find all of this on Uber Eats. So whenever you receive, right, this is, I guess, more talking about maintenance. So whenever you receive a menu or something, or you're even picking up mail, And you're like, I have absolutely no use for this. Instead of just dumping it into a pile, trash and recycle what you don't need right away. Next, when it comes to decluttering your paper clutter, it's best practice to tackle sentimental items last. So emotional attachment can really slow you down and saving sentimental items for last It will help to continue with your momentum. And going back to creating categories, when you're decluttering your paperwork, you can actually create a pile for sentimental items and really just kind of don't go there, right? I really wanna encourage you to get through the various other categories before you tackle sentimental stuff. In sentimental stuff, we, you know, we tend to get lost. We start thinking of memories where I'm not saying we're necessarily wasting time, but it's going to kind of slow down the flow of decluttering. This is why I highly encourage you to kind of start, separate everything out into categories and then start going through one category at a time. Um, you can even begin with like a junk mail because that tends to be much easier to go through and quicker and you will. You'll actually feel accomplished as you watch your paper clutter diminish. And probably the two most important tips when it comes to decluttering papers. Number one would be to set a timer. When we are decluttering paperwork, it can often feel like there's no end in sight. I have been there. And it just keeps going and going and going. Uh, the papers tend to be very thin. So even if you're sitting there for like three hours and you look at the pile, you're like, I don't feel like I've made any impact. And it, it could feel so discouraging. So I highly recommend that you set a timer. If you have 15 minutes to give, 30 minutes to give, an hour, it's really about what you can tolerate. Um, and what time you have available. But there's something incredibly rewarding where you like start to declutter paperwork and you're like, you know that that alarm's gonna go off at some point and you can stop. I had a member in my Facebook group, she set an alarm for 15 minutes and then she reported that she was having such a great time that she ended up decluttering her paperwork for almost an hour. So there's something about our mindset that when we do know, right, we set a timer, and we know that there's an end in sight eventually, that we actually are much more productive. And again, it's not as tedious. So, depending on how much paperwork you have will dictate how much time it'll take you to unburden yourself from all of the paperwork. So, I can share that, you know, my daughters in school, so she brings home a ton of paperwork especially during the school year. So, we actually declutter her paperwork once a month. I have a designated bin where all of her paperwork goes. We get rid of things that she does not need right away. That's kind of become a habit for her right? She takes the initiative to toss her stuff. But you know, there's always going to be a normal amount of paperwork clutter, especially with kids. So we do tackle the bin, we do it together, and we do it once a month. And oftentimes, you know, it's really the indicator is once the bin gets full. So if it happens to get full sooner, then we do it more frequently. But I think that that's a really great tip is to maybe just have a bin or something as a designated space, for where the paperwork goes, and then build that habit of decluttering it on some type of frequency schedule, which leads me to my final point, And that is maintenance. If your home is currently, oh my goodness, you just, you have a lot of paperwork clutter. It's a lot. It's going to naturally take you some time in order to go through all of the paperwork. Because again, we also have to be very conscious that we don't throw something out that's important. So it might take you three months. It might take you six months. Maybe it takes you a year. But once you declutter, our goal always is to never allow the clutter to build up to that point. And the best way to do that, even before you finish decluttering paperwork, is maintaining it regularly. So you want to establish a routine that works for you and your household for handling incoming paper, such as daily mail sorting habits, I like to actually open all of my mail on top of a trash can. And this way I can quickly get rid of what I don't need. It has worked for me. Feel free to share what has worked for you. But again, the reality is that paperwork is always going to naturally make its way back into our home. It does not mean that your home is not tidy or clean or that you're doing something wrong. It's just the nature of the beast. It it is how it is. And of course, the more you digitize, the more you have bills that you pay online, the more you can kind of stay on top of the paper clutter and declutter it regularly, the easier it's going to be. And of course, donating really, really helps let go of some of the items. So, if maybe if you're somebody who has a lot of magazines, you know, maybe you subscribe to a bunch of things or, you know, books and things of that nature. It can sometimes be very challenging to let go, which is why donating it will really help. This is kind of going back to maybe even sentimental items, right? That you wish to hold on to, but you're not necessarily going to use. So you're on the cusp of whether or not you should get rid of them. Donating it really helps. Also giving it away to friends and family, you know, when we connect and we give items that have value for us, when we connect with the person and we're giving it to, and when we learn that they're going to appreciate those items as much as we did, it really helps to let go. When it comes to decluttering, it's really not about tossing everything and literally living in a home with like a table and a couch and nothing else, right? I mean, look, if that's what works for you, fantastic if that's what you want. But in general, I think that there's a lot of pressure to get rid of things. And there's a lot of pain that we experience because we feel like we have to get rid of an item. And I'm here to tell you that you don't have to get rid of anything that you don't want to. If an item, paperwork or other, if an item makes you happy if you have use for it if you've assigned value to it and that value is something that you experience feel free to hold on to the item it really becomes a problem when your home has so much clutter that it is overwhelming you because you are in turn assigning value to too many items in your space but By no means should you get rid of everything that you love and all of your kids' artwork or sentimental items. You don't have to get rid of it. You can store it away in a memory box. You can organize it in such a way where it no longer appears cluttersome. There are ways to go about this. Decluttering is really about getting rid of the things that don't serve a purpose and that you don't need, that allow you to feel peace and comfort and pride in your home. Thank you so much for listening. Good luck decluttering your paperwork and always remember to be good to yourselves.